welcome to the Barcoding Podcast. In this podcast, we like to share our Friday night talks. We have as software developers and uh, talk about the cool experiences we have as uh, yeah, software developers. Uh, I'm Arnold Rijpkema. And I'm Pauline van Oost. Yeah, and today, uh, due to the corona uh, effects, we are uh, uh, hosting this uh, podcast remote. So uh, we're not uh, together today and also using new equipment. So hopefully everything... Uh, will be uh, okay for us today. Yeah. So it's a bit of a... Yeah, it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's start with our uh, uh, normal uh, thing we always do, and that's our uh, inspiring experience. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, what's, Pauline, what's your ex- inspiring uh, experience? Well, it's uh, about last week. Um, last week, I ha- we had a meetup with uh, Open Value, and I, um, I was speaking about uh, documentation and how we set it up uh, at our project, where I'm currently working on. I desi- designed a non-standard solution together with a colleague of mine, because um, our uh, yeah, previous solution was not really working out. And I was kind of surprised because when the organizer of the meetup um, at this at the start of the meetup asked who was coming for the documentation talk, a lot of hands were raised, and uh, I d- really didn't expect that because documentation is really not an interesting uh, topic amongst uh, the developers. So um, yeah, I was surprised about it. And uh, it really motivated me to uh, spread that talk a bit more. So uh, to go out there and talk a bit more about uh, documentation. That was my uh, inspiring talk. And you? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. for me, it was actually today and also a little bit about the Corona things. Uh, uh, it was nice to have, uh, we had a remote lunch <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. And with all the colleagues, we were just joining in and, and doing our lunch and... Yeah, for me, it was yeah, inspiring to do other things. And also, we can do, do do a lot more remote than we think. Yeah. And most yeah. of the time, all the organization and companies uh, would like you to have everybody on site to see each other. But I think doing things remote can be better. Yeah. And that's... I, I was nice. I had a good laugh and fun. <laughs> today at the lunch yeah it's really fun but it's a totally different social interaction so you need to be very uh, yeah aware about that uh, but yeah we really had a good laugh during lunch for today for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah it was nice so yeah and uh, yeah, so uh, our main subject today uh, will be uh, developer environments. So uh, what are our experience as uh, software developers with uh, our dev environments? What do we have as hardware, software? Uh, what do we like? Do we have tips and tricks for other developers? And yeah, maybe some other subjects. So I think let's start with hardware. Uh, we There are different uh kind of things you can choose of what are your preferred uh, hardware choices um yeah i think i'm a basic developer in that uh, i uh, really prefer the macbook as a laptop um, just because i want to have a linux-based development environment 
uh, and I'm too lazy to uh, maintain a Linux environment myself. So then the choice is easy. You can just uh, choose a MacBook. Um, I hope we don't make any, how do you say, advertisement here. It's totally not <laughs> the point. No. <laughs> uh, and then as a keyboard, actually, I uh, really enjoy my mechanical keyboard. Um, I make less typos with it. And um, yeah, I have less complaints like in uh, my hands and stuff when typing all day long. So uh, that's for me. And I also that's have nice. a Bluetooth mouse. Um, where I can scroll with like a scrolling thing uh, on it through the pages and I have some extra buttons to go back and forth uh, in my browser uh, so that really helps me out um, there as well so that's my setup and you okay. because I think you're having yeah, kind of a different setup yeah yeah of, um, uh, I'm also not really picky and uh pretty basic, but I also like Linux system, but I, I've chosen to uh, use a, a Ubuntu setup. So it's uh, not Mac. I wanted to do something different and and try to be more uh, free to choose your operating system. With Mac, you, you, you are pushed towards uh, Mac OS, of course. And I wanted to do it a bit differently and have my own choices. So I've chosen a setup with my Dell XPS 15 uh, with uh, Ubuntu and also a dual boot system where I also can host uh, Windows whenever I need it. But uh, most of the time I'm on Linux right now. I think it's 99% Linux and 1% Windows. Yeah, uh, Yeah, and, and for systems, I, on, on keyboard, I'm not that picky. Just give me any keyboard and it will work only for the mouse, I prefer a bigger mouse, which can hold my hand a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I could get some, uh, yeah, like uh, pains in my hand of the of the mouse. So I like a big mouse yeah. to, to hold my hand a little bit more steady. And do you prefer and an external you keyboard you or just any keyboard? Uh, yeah, external is even better, but it depends. Mm -hmm. When I use an external monitor, I like an external keyboard because I can then set up uh, everything better. Yeah. I can be more in front of the screen. Yeah. But if I only work uh, on my laptop, I just uh, use my uh, keyboard on my uh, laptop. It doesn't matter for me that much. Mm. And I had a question for you, because you, you were using a mechanical keyboard. Yeah. And at your office, do you get complaints <laughs> about it? or? No, <laughs> because I I know <laughs> I know it's a little bit it makes a little yeah. noise, but yeah, I know it makes some noise. Um, I have the brown um, key stuff, so I think they're not that loud. Um, sometimes it annoys my it it annoys me actually the that they're making some sound, um, but I don't know if people dare to complain. Each team I work on, I tell them if if it's too hard, please tell me. Then I will arrange something else. But nobody um, complains about it, so I guess I don't get them. But I uh, yeah I I'm a bit afraid that they are too loud. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've worked <laughs> yeah, next nice. to me a few times. Is it annoying or? For for me, <laughs> it's not annoying, <laughs> but because I personally like like the the hits on the keyboard, yeah. I really it, it feels like somebody is working and like doing doing good stuff, and 
that's why I yeah, it doesn't matter for me. The 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 whole work environment doesn't have to be uh, uh, noise free for me. No, exactly. And I like it when there's things happening and a keyboard, a mechanical keyboard, are are for me things happening. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the same for me and. I really like the fact that it's really secure typing, right? So, uh, yeah, every hit you fill them, so you're not making really uh, big mistakes when you're typing. I think it's really comfortable. And uh, once I will have my whole customized keyboard, but I'm not, I'm still thinking about the design. So <laughs> that's something I like as well. Yeah. I like to have custom things. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I actually forgot some important hardware yeah. for me. It's the noise cancelling headphone. Yeah. Oh, that's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I purchased this last year yeah. and it, it was amazing for me. I had uh, so many less distractions. I can just put on focus again. And that's that's one thing I really want to have with me every time I, I'm working my noise cancelling headphone. Yeah. Definitely. I can't work without it either. Um, I think I purchased this as well, like I think uh, six months ago. I can't work without it either. But the only thing is that uh, I want to make sure that my teammates still want to ask me questions. So uh, sometimes I will just have one ear on and the other ear off to make sure that people will still talk to me. And two ears on means that i'm in a focus zone so uh, yeah you need to make some agreements with your teammates when you're wearing those headphones still i think yeah 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 it's true and but so- sometimes when i'm in focus i can see people waving at me and that's <laughs> my cue that maybe somebody wants to ask me something <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but it's true <laughs> no but so- just something to be a- aware of yeah so when people yeah. start talking to you and they suddenly they expect an answer for you and you're not answering and then they notice that you you were not listening because you had your headphones on and it's really really awkward so um yeah that's uh something just to be aware of when you have those noise cancelling headphones So, so we talked about the hardware part, but yeah, for me personally, even the software is more important than the hardware. Uh, yeah, so maybe um, uh, start with uh, with Git, and uh, what is your favorite command line or UI? Uh, I'm really fond of the command line. Um, as I think a lot of developers, I start with the UI when learning Git, and uh, yeah, when I use a tool. I think I already stated that before I really want to understand it through and through. And um, the advantage of using command line is that you really, really need to um, to understand what you're doing when you're doing it. So you don't need to make mistakes, mistakes with the commands. Um, yesterday, actually, fun fact is that I uh, helped out a colleague um, who uh, did a git reset hard instead of soft so he lost everything yeah <laughs> so i had a sos to, through slack like okay you help me out there because i lost all my changes um, and then we had to dive into all the commands and we discovered that git had a lost and found uh, command so you can 
actually restore your mistakes from that lost and found. So uh, until that lost and found is still correct, uh, you aren't lost there. I really learned a lot of it. And uh, actually, I really liked the, the puzzle to, to find stuff out. But um, at the end of the day, we want to be productive. So um, I think in his case, he should have used the UI so to not make that mistake, yeah. actually. So using the command line has a big advantage. You, you know what you're doing. You're in total control. Uh, it has a big advantage, a disadvantage. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a, a disaster. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite would be command line still for sure, actually. I really like it. And you, yeah. what, what are you? Uh, yeah, personally, I, I prefer the, the UI, but that's, that also has to do a little bit what we discussed further on uh, with, uh, with editor. I, I like to have everything in under control in one program. I don't have to switch mm. uh, everything. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah you, I totally agree with you that that I lose the like the feeling with Git and how how it exactly uh, needs to be used and that you can make yeah mistakes or, or understand it a little bit a bit a bit less. Yeah. But yeah, for me, context switching between uh, between everything uh, yeah uh, doesn't improve my uh, speed. So I I like to use UI and also for mm -hmm. uh, for merging. For merging, I, I prefer the UI also, because when you have merge yeah. conflicts, I, I think it's easier to have the UI, uh, um, yeah, that you can see the diff, the, the diff and um, what you exactly are merging, because for me, merging is a really important process, and you don't want, uh, want to, don't want to mess up. Yeah, I, I agree for the merging part for sure. I, I have to admit that for the merging part, uh, at least for the diff, I tend to use my editor as well. Uh, I, I will be doing the merge command line. I will um, continue the merge command line if I have to, to, to solve some merge requests. But in order to solve them, I will definitely use the UI because then it's, yeah, it gives you full control on what you're doing, actually, which part you want to accept and which, which not. Um, I think that part, it's very difficult to do that command line. Yeah. Okay, that, that's cool. So that's maybe for Git and source control in general, because I, I think uh, subversion we don't have to mention, or do you really want to mention <laughs> subversion here? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. For me also, I, I, uh, when I uh, used to use subversion, I always kill, killed my branches and have to start over again, and with Git I never had to, so I'm now fond no, of Git, no. actually. Yeah, I really like it. And uh, Git. I think it's a very useful tool that it saved a lot <laughs> into our uh, development. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so maybe source control's all over and now for the real programming. Yeah. So what kind of <laughs> editors do you really uh, use? Yeah, I think um, I'm really a fan of IntelliJ. Um, I'm using it a lot, not only for Java development, also for other uh, languages. Um, it has a lot of plugins uh, for every language. Actually, uh, if you're doing uh, bash development, you will find a plugin to help you out there. Um, if you're, I did some some tutorials in Elixir. It, there was a, a plugin even for Elixir. And the, the nice thing of IntelliJ is, is that um, it thinks along with you without imposing its thoughts. So. Um, you can write your code and ignore every tips that it's giving 
you, but it will give you tips to improve your code. And that is something that I really like. Uh, I learned a lot through the hints and tips that IntelliJ was giving me. Uh, but sometimes I'm still challenging myself uh, to uh, becoming a more hardcore programmer. So uh, I tend sometimes for pet projects switch to, to Vim with <laughs> Vim oh, plugins. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing with uh, IntelliJ is that it's really big. It takes a lot of memory. So uh, sometimes I really, I don't know why, I just want to have a very small contained editor, uh, not using all the power of my laptop, and then I'm using Vim, especially when I'm in the train and I want to save some uh, some battery uh, on my laptop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and you, what, what are you using? Yeah, I'm also using IntelliJ. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think my productivity is the highest with uh, IntelliJ. Yeah. Like you said, the plugins, but already out of the box, it's really fast helping you out with a lot of stuff uh yeah. code completion is i, I think amazing uh, sometimes you <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. i'm just typing half of the the method i i know half of the the method and then it just auto completes into the whole thing and that that, yeah. that was uh, i think it's really nice because um i'm not a person that knows the method exactly i i just know a part <laughs> of of the method so it's really fast in that way for me um, yeah. But about the auto-completion, uh, don't you have it when you're typing a mail, expecting Gmail to complete all your words? <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I surprise myself that <laughs> sometimes when I'm typing a mail, I'm pressing tap and I'm like, oh, this doesn't work out here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so true, so true. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time so I IntelliJ is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, sometimes I, I, I'm in other programs and I try to do the auto-completion or the, the auto-generate and I'm like, why is nothing happening? Oh, no, it's not IntelliJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it's really, really good at that and you get used to it quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I was actually uh, looking into other editors w which were around. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Eclipse, uh, NetBeans, which yeah. are the biggest. And then I'm only yeah. focusing on actually on uh, Java because th that's maybe also a nice question for you. Um, yeah, you yeah. already mentioned it a little bit, uh, but for other projects you use other things or you still want to use IntelliJ? Well, uh, I did some Python development as well, uh, only for pet projects. And then I, I am using PyCharm, just bec which is still... Uh, uh, f from an editor from JetBrains, but it's at least a bit smaller than uh, IntelliJ and has all the same features and completely optimized for uh, Python. Um, so I like that as well. Uh, it has a scientific mode, so you can do your data analysis analysis there. <coughs> uh, yeah, I mentioned uh, Vim. Uh, sometimes I'm using Sublime Text for just uh, analyzing a JSON or some uh, logging or stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I think that, that that would be it. And what are you using? Because you're using a Linux uh, Ubuntu um, uh, laptop. So do you are there any different uh, editors there that you you'll be using? Uh, no, most most of the time I because I yeah most of the time I program in Java or Kotlin. So for me, yeah. IntelliJ is the most logical choice to use because I I try to tend of tend to 
find the editor which shoots the programming language the best because you can choose yeah. one uh, editor for everything and then have the same experience all the time. But I like to choose one. I, I think you also mentioned I tr try to use the best possible for that specific language. Mm. So now it's IntelliJ. Yeah, and I, I most of the time for JSON. Yeah, IntelliJ also. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also good integration with uh, JSON files and especially with, yeah, uh, I think a couple of versions ago, they added scratch files. And I, I okay. use them a lot. You can just make a yeah, scratch file or a temporary file within IntelliJ yeah. and then paste your uh, JSON within uh, that file. And it doesn't get saved oh, into your project, but you can just yeah edit it and uh, use the features of the file. Oh, that's useful. I didn't know that feature. So uh, you need to add an extension on it to become a scratch file, or you're just creating it as a scratch file? Uh, yeah, you can create it, it as a, as create it as a scratch file. It's like uh, okay. when you, I, I don't know the, the shortcut, but it's the when you choose a new file, you can use a scratch file, yeah. and then it will okay. open up again into a different type of file you can choose there. Oh, oh, that's a yeah. great thing. I will try that out the upcoming week, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> nice. Good to know. Um, we haven't talked about Visual Code Studio. That's an editor that is often using used in the front-end development. Have you ever used it? No, for, for me also, I've, I've not used it. And, and I don't know if it actually is runnable at Linux. I, I, think, I think it will be possible. Mm. But yeah. uh, no, I never, I never uh, used it before. And you? Okay. Yeah, I used it a bit for front-end development, uh, but it was still in the early days of Visual Code Studio. So um, yeah, some stuff needed to be improved there. I was just curious, so I, I uh, downloaded it and uh, used it. But I think, uh, I think it's an upcoming uh, editor as well, uh, especially in the front-end world. So yeah. something. Uh, to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I, I think it's what I've seen from the development part of them. They are really growing and adding new features and becoming a bigger, yeah. bigger thing in the world. And yeah, okay, I, maybe I have to discuss my old love, which is NetBeans. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> is that your old love? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know why. But at at some point, I, I've I've lost my old love for NetBeans. <laughs> I I used uh. to at at college I used to use it but somehow it's it's gone I don't know why. Yeah, uh, so. I used it I think once and then I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I think IntelliJ won the battle somehow, um, especially when I'm working in a team. I also uh, when I start in a new team actually I also look at what people are using. Uh, because if you want to help out a colleague or want to be helped by a colleague, it's it's good to have kind of the same tool stack somewhere. Uh, especially when it's with your editors and uh, most of the developers are, are using uh, IntelliJ. Sometimes Eclipse still. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. But but how how do you um, keep the? Uh, it, you said some people are using Eclipse in your within your team. Or yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, not really anymore. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, because most of the time you get issues with uh, like formatting and default formatting. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I was uh, trying yeah. to ask a question about that, but. Okay. That that um, do you have that issue right now in your team or not? 
Uh, no, regarding the formatting, actually, we uh, made an XML file with all the formatting rules, which can be imported in uh, IntelliJ by everyone, so uh, that the merge requests are not spoiled with different format uh, rules. Um, but I'm not sure if those kind of XMLs can be shared uh, over different kind of editors. That's uh, maybe a good thing to investigate uh, once. Yeah. Uh, because I, th I think merge requests spo spoiled by uh, formatting uh, rules is, is, yeah. Yeah. They it's should be. A, such a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, true. Should be prevented, I think. Should yeah, always be the same sure. formatting so you can just see what's really changed and not only formatting rules. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's for uh, the editor's part. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's interesting also to talk about terminals because we are both using other systems, but yeah. terminals are pretty important in our field of work. If I look at my job, yeah. I use it a lot. So what yeah. do you have for tips and tricks and or do you use for a terminal? Um, I'm just using uh, yeah, iTerm from the terminal, not uh, the standard uh, terminal from uh, Apple, but uh, another one because it has uh, yeah, like the window splitting in it and stuff like that. Um, and what I'm often doing there is that I have one window for uh, instance my um, development environment. In my current project we are using Vagrant yeah. with a Kubernetes cluster on it. So we'll have one dedicated window uh, for all uh, the Vagrant stuff. I have one dedicated window for Git. I have one uh, dedicated window for uh, just other stuffs. So I try to separate that to keep um, everything clean. And then I have a bash profile where I will just uh, have all my aliases. I, I use I don't use aliases a lot, but it's a kind of a commands di uh, diary. Like if I learn a new command, I just save it in my bash profile so I can uh, find it back later. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I'm not using ZCL at all. I, uh, at my home computer, I installed it to to look a bit into it, but uh, I haven't used it that much yet. And what are you using then? Because you said you're yeah. using it a lot. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm using the default terminal in uh, in Ubuntu Linux, uh, and yeah. I just like you, I, I like to tend to use uh, aliases, especially mm. because when they get longer, you I will mi make more typos or intend to make more typos. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, the kubectl uh, of uh, Kubernetes, which is a bigger command mm -hmm. than. Actually, I don't know why, but I always make a typo in it. But I I, sh <laughs> I shorten it with an alias to only K. So I can just put in K and don't make any mistakes oh, anymore. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I like to use uh, those short shorter things in, um, in your terminal and try to learn yeah. them. And uh, most of the time, if I always make a typo, I'm, I get angry at myself and then I will make an <laughs> alias for it. <laughs> and that yeah, always... Yeah, yeah. Uh, makes it easy for me to, uh, yeah, to also learn them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe something. Uh, we both have different systems, so maybe it's interesting to yeah. uh, tell a little bit more about what you use Mac specific. Um, yeah, other than the terminal, you would uh, yeah. say. Uh, Okay, other than a terminal, I would. Uh, I'm also using a lot uh, a spectacle a lot, which is a screen splitting tool for Mac OS. 
so that I can organize my windows into uh, my screens that I'm using. I'm uh, often using also an um, external screen, but still I want to move my windows uh, without using my mouse. mouse. So uh, with Spectacle you can just uh, use your keyboard or move your windows and stuff and organize them. Um, then I used to have Flux as well, which is a tool that um, will adapt the lightning of your screen during the day. So uh. you will have a more natural lightning. But I think uh, Mac OS has that now integrated uh, into the OS. Um, let me think I have... Um, yeah, I think that's kind of about it. I haven't... Uh, yeah, I, I went to, to a talk uh, from uh, Jan-Henrik Kuperis at, at JFOL, and he was talking about, about optimizing your developer environment. So I also installed Hammerspoon. It's a tool where you can script um, yeah, some of the stuff that you're doing a lot on your MacBook, and then you can just uh, use uh, some key combinations uh, to repeat that. So I'm, uh, I'm going to dive into it now to, to optimize it even more, because I actually want to stop using the mouse and use my keyboard as much as possible. Uh, yeah, okay. because I think that's the fastest way to develop. Um, what are you using? I don't know the Ubuntu world uh, very much, in development at least. Uh, no, no, actually I, I don't <coughs> use very much specific things. Uh, I like to use the, the also the, the function within Ubuntu to uh, adapt your screen brightness and uh, not, uh, night vision, or the, you, they block yeah. out the, the blue light, so you don't get, uh, yeah. get a little bit less uh, of blue light in your eyes, especially when it's darker. Uh, I like yeah. that functionality a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, no, not really more any specific things. I'm thinking, no, no, not really. No. I'm just using okay. more a broader spectrum, which you can also use on Mac, Mac OS. Mm. Yeah, okay. And then I have another question because um, I'm really using a lot of physical notebooks. We have uh, those uh, notebooks with a whiteboard at open value, so you don't use that much of paper, which is a bit more environment friendly. Uh, are you using that as well? No, I, I, uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, sometimes I, I, I have a little one uh, yeah, like, like the from open value, and I just write small stuff on it, especially. Mm -hmm. When it's more, the architecture gets bigger, the more complex oh the yeah. things get, I tend to write a little scrap scrap of the architecture. I, I like that, especially with the, the bamboo uh, uh, we have of open value where I can just make the diagrams. And I, I like, yeah. like to write them down because I, I think making diagrams on your computer is yeah too complicated. I just want to make a small sketch of the architecture and that's yeah yeah I, I like. yeah I totally agree with you uh, on that part I sometimes when I get stuck I need to um, I tend to be code blind sometimes when I'm too much on a problem I, I, I can't really oversee the code anymore and then I really like to zoom out and go to my physical notebook and write stuff down write my ideas down and then organize them back again and then when I come back to the screen, I finally uh, yeah, retrieve the oversight of my code, like, the overview of the code. And, um, and that's, I'm really old school in that, old fashioned, but I really need 
a notebook to write stuff down, even if it's a to-do list. Or um, at the end of the day, I will just write the stuff down that I need to do next morning so I can just forget about them, not think about them anymore. Uh, so when I go home, work is at work and uh, home, uh, at home my head is clear. And I will do the same thing in the morning, rearrange my uh, to-do list and then uh, start off with that. I try to have a to-do list on my, uh, on my computer, but it doesn't work out the same way. Somehow I need to have a physical notebook and to still to write stuff down. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, I That's think my other important tool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I think it has to do with um, you remember things better when you write it down. That's for okay. me, it, oh, it, that's it really works. I, I think there's also uh, psychological uh, uh, research about that, that if you write something mm -hmm. down, you remembered it better. That's okay. something, yeah, but I, I think you use other parts of your brain to write it down. So it gets yeah. easier and you get a different view of the of the subject in that way. Oh, that's, that's in interesting to know. I didn't know it has a scientific reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was still very <laughs> old school with my notebook, but okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we talked about the hardware part, the software part. But do we also have other tricks for our uh, development speed? Uh, yes, I as I just mentioned, I really want to do everything with my keyboard to uh, be faster. I don't know why, but I have the feeling that the mouse is slowing me down. Um, okay. So that would be one thing. Um, let me think what I would say more uh, I think uh, yeah you really need to think about the uh, how do you would you say it uh, everything you're doing on your computer you uh, need to um, to make some shortcuts for it I think so um, if you're using your browser a lot you need to find uh, shortcuts on your keyboards to do those things uh, very Falls and stuff like that. Um, I will try to implement that with uh, Hammerspoon, but uh, also in IntelliJ, uh, I use all the um, shortcuts with keys. I, I, I tend to have an overview of, of them, like next to my laptop to learn them very fast so that I could use the keyboard uh, as much as possible. There are also plugins that will warn you if you're using your mouse too much and then show you the, the shortcuts uh, and tell you, no, 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 now you need to use the shortcuts. <laughs> it helps you very, very well to, to speed up there and to use your keyboard as much. Um, that would be my, my, my advices. Uh, do you have any advices? Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I disagree a little bit with, with your part oh, okay, on, on okay. the keyboard and the mouse. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me it's difficult to know all your shortcuts. I, I've I've tried to use mm. the plugin with uh, with shortcuts, but sometimes yeah. when I when I have my mouse, I have it on high, real high speed. I can just uh, move it around, and I I think for me, mm. seeing what I'm doing makes it easier. And that's yeah. So maybe okay. th I think it's a, d a different thing between you and me, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I I like to tend to see it more visually. That makes m my work okay. faster, and I don't make any mistakes when I'm 
uh, trying to use sh uh, sh shortcuts, I, I tend to make more mistakes because I, okay. for me personally, I, I can't remember every shortcut. And then, then mm. when you miss out on those things, I, I tend to lose my speed. But maybe it's also yeah. something I have to train more and then you la make a uh, little less mistakes. But, but isn't it like how you think, like you have visual uh, people that are more into the visual thinking and people that are more, uh, they're, yeah, I don't know, they're different ways of think. So uh, I strongly believe that it's all personal and that everyone should use their uh, own thing. For me, it works to use a keyboard. But uh, so it's interesting yeah. to know that you're using more the mouse. But then again, when you're using your mouse, do you have some, uh, you have mouses with, uh, more than two buttons so you uh, and, and you have scrolling ways and yeah. there are ways to uh, improve your yeah how you're handling your mouse did you customize that as well um i i have the uh, logitech mx master and also it already has a lot of features so i can yeah. uh, scroll really fast and that's something i really like about this mouse yeah i have a fast fast scrolling mechanism if i use a um, a normal mouse i'm just scrolling around and then having to wait mm. for it and with this one i can scroll really fast and that's something i really enjoy which makes m yeah. my work faster and yeah you have the back and forward buttons but that's yeah sometimes i use it but yeah it's i sometimes i think it's faster for me to move the mouse to the back button or okay. do do backspace yeah. or most of the time i have the yeah. keyboard on my on one hand so if i can do some mm. things with one hand it's something I tend to learn and try to use my mouse again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's very nice to see that we both do it differently and and that uh, to yeah. learn things from each other, but also try to use something else because you'd like it more. Yeah, no, that's what I really like working with other people is that you discover each other's tricks to set up their environment in a very efficient way. And your environment is never uh, perfect in in that regard because you can always discover new tricks and also always discover new features to, to improve your your environment setup. Yeah, and um, maybe about your setup of software and everything. Do you have a way to uh, easily set up your uh, system again, or do you save it in some kind of way, or do you build um, it up again? Yeah, definitely. My uh, bash profile um, is actually managed by Git, so that I can propagate it to all my um, laptops or computers that I'm using. Uh, that's something I discovered a few years ago. <laughs> it's very useful. So you can have all your aliases propagated everywhere on all the systems. Um, and yeah, um, I actually wanted to make a list of all the tools that I'm using so, uh, and maybe make, yeah, save that in the same repo as my best profile so I can uh, yeah, have some kind of instructions for myself to set up an environment very yeah. quickly. And how do you do it? <laughs> I do nothing. I, I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to search uh, for a good way. So I was really interested in this this topic. So I I think I'm okay. definitely going to check your uh, your bash profiles. And I, I think a colleague also made something on GitHub. But I I also going to check oh. that one. And uh, maybe yeah, maybe it's a 
Yeah, it's a good thing maybe to share. Uh, I will share my best profile then on GitHub. Yeah, <laughs> and also w- when I find out the the, the link of the, the colleague, uh, we can also share that one and maybe have some inspiration for people to easily set up their systems. Oh, yeah, great. Let's do that. Uh, yeah, we can do that on the GitHub of barcoding. Then we can uh, share those uh, tips and tricks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, do you still have any other tricks for dev speed or is it really the end of our podcast i think we're uh, we're about to wrapping up i think at least for my part i i, I mentioned everything mm, so if you have other fix things to uh no to I, I think yeah. that's it we have to wrap up again uh, with our uh, remote podcast this time i think uh, <laughs> i i really enjoyed it and uh it was a little bit more difficult for me than normal. So hopefully uh, you listeners still uh, like it a lot. And, uh, and yeah, that's personally for me. Yeah, I think it's the same. I hope we can um, yeah mix it in such a way that the quality is uh, kind of the same overall. Um, but it was a very interesting experience to uh, record it like this. So uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, it was fun again. Yes, thank you and uh, see you next time.